And that's how the theme song goes. Welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. And if you didn't know, this is the premiere podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. It's a website. Go there. There we go. Everything's all in order. I think I can end this episode. I think I can finish this right now. And no one would care, nor would I care, nor would anything else matter in the world. This <laughs> a very I'll open up on a very sour note. The Constitutionals is ending after 41 weeks on the dot. Wait, what episode is this? This is episode, uh, yeah, 42. So I was wrong. I don't know why I said yeah. <laughs> uh, the Constitutionals is ending after 42 weeks. Chad just stopped caring. You know what? So so did his uh, 12 subscribers. I bumped it up from seven. I, I would joke around and say it was seven, but I think it's 12. The official number is I'm going to 22. <laughs> Oh God, none of this matters. Anyway, uh, let's get right into it. I I uh, watched this movie. Taron Killam had a movie, has a movie out, and it's called uh, Killing Gunther. It was his first project following his, uh, well, besides that pilot at Showtime that did not get picked up, is the first project since uh, SNL. And it I, honestly, I would preface this with, with this. He um, He wrote it and he directed it. And there's a lot of good people in it. And let's just say that's as far as it goes. But you know what? I enjoyed it for what it was. It was, it's a, so here's, here's the, here's the story. So it's a mockumentary about a bunch of assassins or hitmen trying to kill the world's leading hitman. And the world leading hitman is, uh, is Gunther and he's played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I don't know how Taron landed this guy, but he's a, uh, this, I don't know if you've heard of this Arnold Schwarzenegger guy. One, he's gigantic. Uh, two, he cannot speak English very well. And three, he's really good. And I enjoyed it. And, uh, and I, I enjoyed his role. Hannah Simone is in as well. I don't know why I started with her, but you know, she's a gorgeous woman and, uh, she deserves to be named first. Uh, Hannah Simone's in it, Bobby Moynihan and, uh, let's see, Paul Britton's in it. Ryan Gall is in it for half a second. Allison Tolman's also in it for half a second and Colby Smolders. There's, there's other people too, but these are the people that really matter <laughs> to, to me at least. No, everybody did a really good job. It was it, it's like I said, it's a mockumentary, it's a comedy, and I gotta say, I didn't laugh a lot, but but you know what? I had a good time. I, I watched it over the course of, I would say a week. I watched it over the course of a week, and that's it. I mean, that's the that's the extent of it. Uh, a lot of it, there's a lot of good jokes about being a hitman, and there's not a lot of other good jokes, but. I mean, I for what it was, it's a indie movie, a mockumentary, written and directed by a comedian, and I just I think I liked it a lot for that for that, for what it was for what it was, uh, and uh, so oh one day at a time came back, yeah one day at a time is this TV show on the Netflix created by Norman Lear, Gloria Callet, Gloria Calderon Callet, and Mike Royce I believe. And I really don't think it's Mike Royce. I don't know. I, I hope it's. I hope it is Mike Royce. Anyway, it's a remake of the show, One Day at a Time. Uh, that was also another. Um, yeah, it is Mike Royce. That is also another. Uh, uh, what's his name? Oh God. Oh, I I forgot his name. I'm an idiot. Oh my God. That's also another. <laughs> Jesus. This is uh, Norman Lear. Oh Jesus. I just said his name. Uh, it's a it's a remake of a show that is also a Norman Lear joint, 
and they're not too far off because I don't think I've ever I don't yeah I I guess I haven't seen the original series from it ran from 75 to 84 but this new one's on Netflix and they really do this is what again I've complained about times on uh, comedy shows and they really uh, just let this show run if they if they want 35 minutes then the entire episode is 35 minutes and what this show is one day at a time is about a a uh, a Cuban American family who are just imagine it's the Carmichael show but for Cuban Americans and so they're trying to live life understand the things that white people do against minorities and and how come they you know just living just trying to get by and it's really it's really good and the actors are really good justina machado is the mother she's the matriarch and she does a fantastic job rita marino is hilarious steven toblowski's in it and then the kids are good too todd grinnell as well it's just such a it's a well-meaning show and there's not a lot of sitcoms on the air uh, especially ones that are multi-camera that are good TBS, I mean, not TBS, CBS has, has all of the, the no, CBS has, the, yeah, the remaining multicams right now, and they, I mean, they get ratings, but they just don't, they don't have the same impact that multicams used to have. There was a time where, you, you know this, multicams like Family Matters, or even Full, I hate Full House, Fuller House just got renewed today for a fourth season proving that clicks uh, mean more than reviews <laughs> and uh, and acceptance but anyway stop clicking stop stop watching that show stop it let them cancel it stop it because you know netflix doesn't care about ratings that's why they gave bright a movie uh, a sequel as the three days after the movie was panned stop stop watching stuff don't if it's not if you don't think it's going to be good don't watch it don't even watch five seconds because then i guess they count that as a full view too Oh, this person just watched up to the theme song of Fuller House. Ooh, they, they must be, they, they're going to come back. Don't worry. Seven years, they'll come back. Don't watch that show. Anyway, but they were, what was I saying? I was talking about how these uh, multicams mean a lot of things. So uh, there's a time when multicams were just so important and prevalent. I mean, they were very much prevalent. There were no single camera sitcoms. As far as I can remember back, I don't even know when the first single camera sitcom was. Maybe that'd be a good episode of News Time. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, but Or maybe a good episode of this podcast. Or a, media, a regular a mediocre episode of this podcast. Who knows? Because this is not good. <laughs> but there were points. There's the uh, multicams the besides their very special episodes they mean a lot to people because you spend so much time with this family learning the ins and outs uh roseanne you know that uh she there's a blue collar family they suffer from the not suffer yeah well yeah they deal with the same stuff that we deal with today and we dealt with back then uh family matters there's i think if that show was made today it'd be a lot of it'd be a it'd be a, a race show it'd be they'd be talking about race a lot and uh i don't know if the i don't know if there would be an urkel uh, character on there even though he was an accident but who knows who knows who knows um and and so this one day at a time really echoes back to the uh a time when these things matter they do have just like the carmichael show they do have they all right so i guess the reason why the carmichael show and one day at a time are so good is that they don't try to tackle seven things at once. There's no A plot and B plot. There's just a story. So for one episode, 
they're talking about the race. You know, I mean, well, they're 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 zeroing zeroing in on race, but for Jesus, just knocking things over on my desk. Oh my God, something happened. Okay, uh, <laughs> and then for another episode, they're talking about uh, gun control. And then for another episode, they're talking about uh, one day at a time, the daughter coming out. For another episode on Carmichael Show, they're talking about uh, black people, racial profiling, they their Muslim neighbors across the street moving in. So these things, they, I mean, these things really do mean a lot. And I guess the reason why the that they're so these last two are so successful successful is that because. Uh, they're 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 able to take a simple topic, not simple. They're easy, easy to yeah. They're ready to take a one topic and make a story out of it. No, and 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 that's the simple part. That's the part that everybody uh, seems to know. And so, whenever whenever you now now you can either you can either watch the Carmichael show. Or you can watch, Jesus, Chad, you are so loud. The mic is so hot right now. <laughs> yeah. So you can watch either the Carmichael show and watch an episode on why uh, Joe voted Republican, the uh, David Allen Greer voted Republican, the dead. Or you can watch an episode of, I, I hate to pick on the Big Bang Theory because that's such an easy target, but you can watch an episode of the Big Bang Theory and have it be just. You know, you can make fun of uh, Wallowitz. I think that's a guy, uh, the Indian dude who doesn't talk to women. Does he still not do that? It's been 13 years. Does he still not do that? What year did that show come out? It's been 12 years. It's right. I'm not going to check, but I think it's been 12 years because I, I want that on my Google history and I don't want to open it incognito because that's <laughs> never mind. I'm going to finish that sentence. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, what what's going on in that show? Are they married? Is everybody married? Did they admit that Sheldon might have autism or he's on the spectrum or something? Who who are these people? Uh, Bernadette. That's the that's Wallowitz's wife. Why do I know so much about Wallowitz? It's probably because Bernadette's the sexiest one out of all three of the women. Uh, and so anyway, it's 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 just um, it's just a shame that there's no there's no there's no more multicams that sit in life and sit in, in the uh and 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 they that that don't stand out among the other ones that that don't stand out among the the crowd you know the Carmichael show was canceled I never watched Dr. Ken I don't care about Last Man Standing because I never liked Tim Allen the only thing I like Tim Allen in is Toy Story and that's it I'll tell you I'd say that much I don't care I never watched Home Improvement I never thought it was funny just like I never watched Martin because I never thought he was funny. Yeah, that's fair enough. There you go. But I watched every other uh, sitcom that I just spoke about now. Again, except for One Day at a Time, the 1975 version. I have not watched that. I've never seen that. I think I've only seen the theme song. Yeah, I don't think Tim Allen or Martin are funny. There you go. Anyway, <laughs> comedy subjective. So so there we go. There's that. But I, I really love One Day at a Time. Go watch it. If you take away anything, go watch One Day at a Time. And also, go watch the Carmichael show. It was canceled, so we have about 20-some-odd episodes to watch that. And it's good. And I think it's all on Hulu. Anyway, let's move on to the final topic, guys. I went back out. I am uh, officially back on stage touring. <laughs> touring. No, I'm doing stand-up again. I haven't done it in a very, very, very long time. I think the last time I did was October 2016. Yeah, because I took a year and a half off, and so, but in that in that time, I was writing what I think 
I want my version of my Sam to be is. See, every every comedian has to find their voice, and it's going to take years to hone that voice. But I think I'm going in a direction because I don't want to be a person that is just going on stage. And I don't want to do what everybody else is doing. I don't want to get on stage, uh, have three or four premises, and then <laughs> talk about those premises. You, you know when you guys know when you're uh, you're going you're walking uh, uh, down to the library. Done. I've never done any of that. I don't know why I'm saying that. <laughs> I don't want to do. That. I don't want to do that. I don't want to. I don't want to do uh, set up punchline. Set up punchline. And so now, I mean, there's a obviously. I'm only. I've only been doing it for you know a total of two years, and uh, and I'm no one. I'm literally zero. I'm literally a blip. Even though I've spoken to a lot of comedians because I interview them and stuff, and I make them laugh, and they say I do a really good job. Uh, even not going to win about that. Even though I I can I have all this experience and I and I've well not experience I I have I have all this know how just because of the book knowledge doesn't mean I can make that uh, I can apply that knowledge. It's not applied knowledge. So me getting back on stage is just me stretching a muscle, and I'm just it's going to take me some time to get into it. But I really think it's important that my voice is something different that stands out and. And right now, that voice is leaning towards me wanting uh, me. It's kind of a mix between like, I guess what they do at UCB, like you know, alternative comedy performance versus uh, doing stand up. And so my first my the, the last time I went up, I, I, I was going to say murdered. <laughs> I killed. I, it, it was great. Uh, they they're laughing really hard. Also, it was very late in the night. <laughs> so they might have been very drunk. But <laughs> that actually might have been a thing. But I remember I was doing I did so well. And then I then I went out on a high note and I didn't do it for a year and a half, almost two years. <laughs> no, it was less than less than a year and a half. But still. Uh, so now. So I went back up last week at a theater in Atlanta called Relapse Theater. It's under a church. It was very odd. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start it with this. The audience was very abrasive all night long. There were I would and I, I know we're doing open mic and I know people aren't entirely funny all the time and i and honestly i didn't laugh at a lot of people but a lot of people had a lot of good jokes even even still even if i didn't laugh at everything they a lot of people had a lot of good jokes and this crowd was just not having it they locked up they and then and then there was this one woman who kept announcing she was a lesbian she would not let that die. We get it. it's 2018. We're okay with that. We've been okay with it for a pretty long time now, uh, and and she just kept announcing it. Just uh, and then as the night went wore on, she got drunker and she started. I'm a lesbian. I'm a lesbian, <laughs> and it was so annoying. And every single person that went and uh, and the the mark of a good comedian is that they can shut that down real quick and move on. Uh, or they can make the situation funny, and I think, uh, and I'm not tooting my own horn here, but toot toot. There was me. I I shut her down very quickly, and it was, but to a point where it wasn't it wasn't supposed to be be funny. She interrupted me as I was saying something. And I said, okay, I get it. And I, and people laughed, but I did, I didn't, I didn't mean for it to come off as funny. I was just annoyed because it's, it's, uh, we're, I am, I'm the last of, I've, there's two more people left and I don't want to get that, uh, that one minute warning, that flashlight in the back. So, uh, hearing, so, so it was me. And then, uh, 
you know, other other people would ignore ignore her, but then uh, jump on her. There was one guy though who he said something very vulgar to her that, and I I'm a guy who will say pretty much anything to get a laugh, but this guy said something that kind of that really crossed the line and uh, said, "Oh, this is a clean show," but he said something along the lines of, um, "This woman <laughs> replacing replacing words just wants." Uh, a man's member in her mouth and and then you know at which point she just said i'm a lesbian i'm a lesbian you know just kept going over and over again and it just wasn't worth it oh my god i think is ari gonna not i'm sorry i'm watching the i'm watching the not <laughs> i'm not watching the bachelor but the bachelor is on in the background i can see the reflection in my laptop screen i look at nothing when i record by the way it's it's just me and i look at sometimes the screen and i see this uh this dark void of eyes uh, he's gonna. He's not gonna. He's not gonna jump off Crystal. He's gonna knock off the other black girl. Watch, watch. He, he picked Crystal. Of course he did. This racist show. Of course he picked Crystal. I'm changing the channel. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so, so, uh, so yeah. So there, there was that. There was that. But then I had a really good time. Um, my so for my set, I I wanted to do a theme set, and I because I thought it was very funny. I wrote this. I wrote this months ago, and I thought this was so funny. Um, it was if a list of jokes, so it was a, reg- a regular set list of jokes from like on a note card. And it was if um, my girlfriend, who's fake, my girlfriend, if she wrote them and I took her and I took her set list by accident. And I, this is so fun. It's stupid because, but it makes me laugh. And that's why I told the jokes. And so what I did was I, I go up on stage. I'm introduced. I go up on stage. I greet everybody like as if I like, I'm this, this wholesome little boy, like, I get up there, I go, oh, hey, guys, how you doing? It's just so nice to meet you. What I didn't do, I wanted to go around to the front row and shake everybody's hands, uh, but I forgot to do that because I, uh, so, I was just so focused on getting directly to the jokes. And so so if I, I, then I would shake someone's hand. I would go, ah, oh, so nice. I wish I could meet all of you. And then I would go, well, guys, I'm just here to tell some jokes. See, my voice goes up in an octave. It's like doing uh, Tim Daly or George Newburn's Clark Kent and uh, or no not not them uh kevin conroy's batman in the batman the animated series or the justice league cartoon uh you notice that batman has this deep gruff voice but when uh when kevin conroy switches it to bruce wayne he gets in this high register and he goes he says hi oh i'm so sorry he's aloof and everything it's it's hilarious um anyway so i so i would i did that and then i i looked down at the uh the note card and it's and this is all written in a woman's handwriting by one of my coworkers. And then I, I get off the stage and I show it to somebody audience and I have the microphone in my hand and I go, can you tell me if this is uh, if this is a women woman's handwriting? And I shove the microphone in their face and the lady, she looks at it and she starts laughing. She goes, yes. And then I, and then it, I'm not going to describe the laughs in the crowd. Anyway, I was about to. So. And then I then I go off and I go and I, I go I go back on stage and I go let me just I'll make a call real quick I call I pretend to call and I just talk I go hey Katie listen I grabbed this by accident and then, and then I go okay you know I'll do your jokes and then it's all jokes that are disparaging to me I'm talking about um, you know incontinence and uh, this and that it, it basically anything bad you can imagine that like uh, cheating on she like her cheating on me uh her uh, getting hit on by other guys <laughs> it's, it's so stupid it's so dumb and then uh i finish it 
And then I go, well, it was easy, see? And then I, I go back and I do a fake phone call again. I go, hey, Katie. I, that's the hard part. I got to remember uh, what, what I called my girlfriend. I go, uh, hey, Katie. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I killed. And <laughs> that was a good joke because it didn't. <laughs> and they laughed so hard. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and then um, so I, I say I killed. And then uh, the, then the, the, the closer is, are, are you going out with Jake again? <laughs> I thought I thought you were gonna come. I thought you were gonna come see me. I thought we were gonna hang out. So dumb. Yeah, I'm glad I just described my entire set to you guys. Is it's fine. I I thought I think that's funny. And I the next one's gonna be me pitching a Shark Tank. <laughs> I think I think that's the one. I'm thinking I'm, I'm I have two premises. Uh, that one of them is very bad and it will be bad alone. But if I mix it with the Shark Tank one, then it'll be funny. So anyway. So yeah, that's it. And, uh, I mean, and and I don't tell a lot of people I, I go up. I, what I did last week was I put up that I was going up, but it was 30 minutes before it started. So no one, even if you were in, uh, where I live Roswell, or if you were in Atlanta, you couldn't get there in 30 minutes. Or if you did, if you were in Atlanta, it'd still take you, you know, 15 minutes to get there, but you wouldn't, you'd have to find a parking, you have to find a person to go with so I think that was a pretty smart move, but I think, uh, I think it's easier to, I wanted, I wanted to test things out and honest, and I had never been to relapse theater, so I didn't want to, and I, I'm good. I'm glad no one came. <laughs> I'm glad none of my friends came. <laughs> I got a lot of texts saying, Chad, I wish you had told me beforehand. <laughs> and then I would re- and then I would relay that plan over and they go, Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> Or I got a lot of messages saying, uh, I got a lot of good luck messages. I think that really killed me. <laughs> I got a little bit too into my head. <laughs> no, I th- I hope to go up soon again. I was trying to go up this week, but that's not working out. And I don't think I'm going to be able to go up next week. So, yeah, there we go. That's it. I love and, uh, comedy. Comedy is it's it's uh, doing stand up is fine. It's really it's 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 made for some people and uh, for others it's not. There was I was listening to Bobby Lee on uh, Pete Holmes's podcast. You made it weird, and uh, he Bobby Bobby uh, and Pete were relaying how much they they like how many hardships they've had in comedy, and uh, and they were talking about Carlos Mencia because Bobby was good friends with Carlos Mencia. And, um, and how Carlos ended up stealing jokes, ended up, he was stealing jokes and Bobby had to cut ties with him. Even after Carlos basically, he paid, he gave him a car. They, they were good friends. Carlos helped him out a lot in the early days and he just had to cut ties because he was stealing jokes because, uh, Bobby had to cut ties because, uh, Carlos was stealing jokes. So, and, uh, and Bobby said something about, um, the people who quit, the people who get angry because another, the featured comedian took, you know, 10 extra minutes or the opener took 10 extra minutes and, uh, this open mic person couldn't get on or something like that. And, and he said, those people who, who get mad at that and we're going to quit regardless, they're going to quit regardless, you know, versus the Pete's and the Bobby's who just keep at it no matter what, or the people like, um, Bobby was saying how he saw, Oh God, what is her name? I genuinely cannot remember her name. Oh, good Lord. Oh my God. I follow her on Twitter. Why am I not? I, I, I am just, it's been a long, 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 long weekend. And now I got to find, what is her name? <laughs> oh, good Lord. She was hired with Shashir Zameda and a black writer. 
Why am I not doing this? Chad, what is your issue? What is your major malfunction? Anyway, he was talking about how he's seen, he saw her go, uh, crap. Uh, what is her? Leslie Jones. Oh, thank God. Anyway, he was talking about how he saw Leslie Jones would go up at the comedy store, you know, basically every night and, and for so long, so many years, it just didn't, it, it just didn't click for her. Like she was very funny and people loved her, but the, what the clicking I'm talking about is the, um, the, the Hollywood, Hollywood didn't click for her. And now she's on one of the highest, <laughs> one of the highest rated variety show. The only variety show uh, besides Ellen's Game of Games. But anyway, now she's on and, and she's on that show and now she's on uh, she's she's in movies and 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 people love her. And but she's been doing this for so long. And that's what it, and that's and that's what it feels like when whenever if you ever if you ever follow. I don't know if you're probably if you're listening to this, you probably are a me or <laughs> you're me because I'm one of the listens. And, uh, or B, you like, uh, some type of, uh, alternative comedy or C, you're, you like me and I don't know why you're following me because you're wasting your time because <sighs> I'm a real big tour boy, tour boy, tour boy, tour boy. Anyway, but it's, it's when you see people like, uh, Lauren Lagus, she, who I've, I mean, obviously she does have a big career now, but there was uh, like f- maybe four years ago where she was, you know, guesting every now and then on TV shows. And now I see her and people from bajillion dollar properties and, you know, uh, these everybody just popping up everywhere and, and they're in these shows and they're doing this thing. Like, uh, Drew Tarver. Love that guy. Hilarious. He was on LA to Vegas last, uh, two weeks ago. And he, oh, no, it was last week. Yeah, it was last week. So, yeah, there we go. No, two weeks ago because I didn't watch last week's episode. So, yeah, there we go. I just, uh, it's great to see these people do these things. And get out there, but it's a shame because there's, especially now, because there's so many people and they're doing, they're all trying to stand out. And that is why I think it's best for me not to do stand up the way a regular person would do stand up. I understand that I could just, you know, go out more and write better at some point, at some point, as if it's a switch. Um, it's not a switch, it's a feeling. <laughs> but if, uh, but, you know, but I think now is the pivotal time to try out something different, something new. And that's why I like doing it. I like to do it. That's why I wanted to do the, that's why I'm going to do the Shark Tank thing when I, when I, next time I go up. Uh, that's why I want, that's why I did the, the girlfriend, I accidentally picked up my girlfriend's set list. Because I think it's funny and I think it'll, I think it'll uh, better personify who I am on stage. Speaking of personifying who I am. This is the end of Constitutional's episode. Uh, if you like this, why don't you head to the website, cpluscomedy.com, where we got the latest news, reviews, features, interviews, and other good comedy bits that only I can provide you with. You can follow us on Twitter at cpluscomedy. Follow me on Twitter at chadblackwhite. Like us on Facebook. Uh, head to the webpage, youtube.com slash cpluscomedy. And boy, howdy, there's a new episode of News Time there for you. Almost didn't make it because I had a very tumultuous weekend. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah, you should definitely check it out. This this week's episode, oh, so it was so different. This is and this is another thing because that's why I do news time. There's so many people out there doing these things, and you know, like I was saying last week at the end of the last week's episode, how come how come I make a a very well produced video episode of news time uh, talking about Movie Pass or uh, Paramount Network, and then it it's dwarfed in views by a child. 
with a foggy lensed uh, front facing camera on their iPhone SE. And then they get 10,000 views and I'm stuck with 700 and that's, and that's good. <laughs> 700 is good for me. I'm usually getting like seven or four and I'm one of two <laughs> or two of four anyway. Or yeah, one of two. Cause that's the, that's how fractions work. <laughs> half. I'm half. Anyway. Uh, so anyway, this week's episode is again, different. It's an episode about Snapchat. I just wrote so much about Snapchat because I really want to do an episode about Snapchat. And the cold open is me actually using the app to record. And that was very tough because I, I didn't know what would play well. And I didn't know. And my phone got really hot. There we are. So watch it, please. It's a it's a very long episode of news time, but I swear it'll pay off in the end. Anyway, all right, I'm going to end this episode. Thank you for listening so much. I love you. We'll see you next week. Bye.